Now, coming to your eyes and ears, the Truth or Bear Podcast. Please feel free to stay a while and take off your pants and jacket. And now, welcome your hosts, Kevin and Whitney. How's it going, girls? Great. How Hi. are you? I'm doing fantastic. We have a return guest. It's our, you are our first guest. I was. Oh, and yeah. What, epi- what episode first. is this? 21. Stop it. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Really? 21, I, yeah. What did I say earlier? 15? 15. I was like, I don't know, 15 or so. I think that's fitting because I started dancing when I was 21. How cool. Yeah. So Sadie is back. Welcome back, Sadie. Thank you. We just stuffed yeah. ourselves. We did. It was so good, though. Oh Not God. like that, like with food. Food. Mm. It was a, I just ate a, my dinner, too. We had a feast. What'd you guys it eat? Italian. Yeah. It was Ooh. awesome. All of it. All the Italian and a bottle of wine. It was good. Nice. It was good. But we're going to jump right in. Sadie is here with some hot questions for Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just. Turn. Yeah. I just want to like open up more of like a dialogue between like the sex work industry and the people who maybe don't work in sex work or don't know a lot of things about it and have questions or are curious, but maybe don't really know where to start. Um, So I just wanted to ask you like what your views are of sex work, like going to the strip club. What do you think of strippers? What do you think of... um, that's a, hot, that's a hot seat. What do you think of strippers, Kevin? I mean, yeah. Or or like your family and friends, what are some of the rhetoric that you hear surrounding these sorts of jobs? Or even people who do OnlyFans, right? Mm. Because that is like super popular now and is like yeah. most definitely a form of sex work, even though I feel like it's not really thought of as that. And that's fine. Like really? you should think of it however you should think how I think however you want to think of it. 100%. I think so too. Yeah. But sometimes if you talk to some of the OnlyFans creators, they'll be like, oh, no, that's definitely not what it is. Because they're solo, they think it doesn't count? Yeah. Oh, or or maybe off. because they have like a like a partner that they'll always do it with. Right. They'll be like, no, it's but not it's really still what it is. selling sex. I right. don't know. I, I firmly believe that any kind of like content that I make and sell for people to jerk off to is considered sex work. <laughs> like. What if you didn't make it with the intent of people jerking off to it, but they do anyway? Unintentional uh, fetish porn. Like, there's a lot of that with like the cooking channel stuff where they're just like, or the, I don't know, they like dip their hands in things slowly. And there's a lot of like, wait, will we put it in? Are we going to put it in the bucket? We're going to maybe, wait, oh my God, put it in. And it's like this close up of a hand. And she's like, oh my God, dripping just a little. It's so bizarre, but like it's yes. considered unintentional fetish or whatever. No, and I mean, so like <laughs> if you read like classic novels like Frankenstein, okay, like the, or Dracula, I'm sorry, it's Dracula. It's not Frankenstein. I hope you're gonna have to edit this we out smoked so a that joint. I don't sound stupid. <laughs> yeah. um, but Dracula, if you read like Mary Shelley's Dracula in the way that like things are being described, like the stake, like being pierced into the vampire's like heart. That's like a lot of sexual connotation surrounding that. And that is one of the ways that people were able to kind of um, cover up their innuendo and still be able to publish like to the masses so that they weren't persecuted for like their ideas and things like that. Right. And, and literature has always been that way. Right. 
Yeah, like so, they're hiding it in plain in sight. In plain sight, right. So I feel like for that to translate into like videos and like for people to realize it, like I'm sure that when Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, she realized that. You know what I mean? She was like, I am writing this intentionally because that's what authors do. Frankenstein or Dracula? Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> oh my God. Dracula. The vampire one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. The one that requires uh, <laughs> Wait, stakes so, and hearts. Hold on. We didn't even like Kevin. <laughs> we didn't like Kevin. <laughs> so Kevin. <laughs> I was waiting patiently. It's all good. He's collecting his thoughts for oh us. Oh my God. Take what? What do you reply to that? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want me to tell you how I feel about the people that do that in general? About that profession? Or? And it doesn't even... No, I want you to tell me the ways that you think that the people that you are around view these things. Or like mm. if, they, if they're ever broached in conversation or like if you're in Vegas with your family and somebody hands you like one of the cards, you know? Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you say to your kids? What does your wife say to your kids? Um... Or like, it's, what what do you say to your buddies when you're like out drinking a beer? What do you overhear at parties and conventions? Well, if we go to the, if we start off with the kids, so we never shame a person for what they're doing. I don't, you know, neither one of us think what people do is neither bad nor good. The only thing we tell our kids when they hand us those little cards is, you know, not to look because we just don't want them to to see naked photos yet. Understandable. <laughs> you know, that that time will come. But when they Absolutely. ask the question, yeah, and when they ask the question, <laughs> what is that? You know, we just say that there are some people that dance naked for money. You tell that them that? The, yeah. Okay. I I, I try not to when it comes to parenting with me, like I'm very big on not lying to them because they're going to find out one way or yeah. another, right? All they got to do is pick Damn up their phone. Damn straight. Harry and, and Jean told us everything too much probably. But. And then they're going to resent you because you lied to them. Yeah. Exactly. The only thing I'd say that I'm guilty of lying about is the whole Santa and Easter Bunny, that kind of stuff. Because Although I have thought about that and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't lie to him because in a way but it's wrong. But that's just fun. Right. But that's the point. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, that's like childhood. You're supposed to That's like what makes that. childhood magical. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, that's wonderful magic. and special. Right. Agreed. Yeah. So that's there not is a. lying. That's pretending. True. There's a line as to true. what you can lie about. Yes. I agree. And I guess there is a limit also as far as like the kids. Like when they're, you know, my daughter's five. So I'm not going to like just straight up tell her that like there's girls that dance naked for money or whatever the case, you know. Right. <laughs> so it, it's more of, you know, girls will dance for money, but we just leave out the nudity part of it. Mm. So, but, and then as far as friends go, like, I mean, we're all dudes. We're not going to sit around and say anything negative about people. If anything, we're going to be like, oh, we should go. It'd be a good time. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Let's so nothing, out. nothing bad at all. I know I grew up kind of in that family that thought it was kind of shameful. Like you shouldn't do it sinning. You shouldn't do that kind of work. Really? Um, well, 
I grew up Catholic and that's just kind of how my parents were. My, we were different. Like we didn't talk about, we never had the sex talk. We never talked about, uh, relations in then any sort of way. Really? Uh, yeah, we just didn't. And my family didn't either. Oh, so interesting. Everything Obviously I learned. My family was like a very open and sure. Like do whatever, be be safe, super or, cool. Right. Yeah, Rage, my parents were the parents. parents you could like go tell anything to. So I, I, it like blows my mind. Tell us more. <laughs> well, I have. I so my closest childhood friends are still my best friends to this day. Like I never lost contact with any of my closest friends. And everything and anything I learned was through all of us, whether they had the talk with their parents and I learned it from them or just being out in the world. I never actually learned it from my parents per se. So it was more, I don't know, like even growing up, I never even hugged my parents. Like hugs, hugs weren't a thing. It it just wasn't a thing in our family. But now- I, I like, I didn't want to, well, and I didn't, and it wasn't bad. It was just the way we operated. You know, it wasn't like yeah. it was awkward or anything. That's just the way it was. But I didn't want to be like that as a father. So like I hug my kids and tell them I love them all the time, like nonstop. I feel like you had my parents' experience. Like both of my parents were raised super religiously and had kind of like loveless homes. And then in my experience, my parents were like very loving and sweet and great. So I got like that. I got the second hand. Uh, well, yeah, I was like second generation Catholic. Sure. It was the, it was but especially spot. on my, on my mom's side, cause that's a Hispanic side. So the Mexican side, they're very like, how do I want to put it? Strict, I guess when it comes to, you know, going by the Bible and being sin free and you're going to be punished if you do this. And it, it was just. So strippers were a no. They're like that? super Catholic. <laughs> yeah. For, you know, but not it, the it was, fun Catholic. It, it was so different in my family that I remember, I, I remember this exactly where I was and everything. I saw a billboard. I was probably. Oh, between 10, well, eight and 10 years old, I saw a billboard for Hooters and I watched my parents blush and not tell me what Hooters was. And that's not even, (laughs) you you know what I mean? Like that's how it was in my family. It just. Don't worry about that, son. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, and then when I finally went to Hooters, I think because I was so curious because my parents would never tell me, like I went with some friends and we were teenagers and it's like. What's so bad about this? Like, Nothing. I don't understand. Hooters is very low grade. Absolutely. Even, low grade sexual, I should say. Now, it's Hooters is fun. I like Hooters. but And even in the late 90s, early 2000s, when that would have been for me in my teenage years, you know. So, I, I don't know. It was just different. And I don't want to raise my kids that way. And, um, I mean, I've already told my oldest stepson, he's going to be 18 this year. And. I told him, I said, dude, when you turn 21, like I've already taken him to Vegas, but I'm going to take him to Vegas and do it right for his 21st birthday. You know, like, why not? Like, why be the parent to not have our kids tell us what they're doing? I'd rather them tell me if they're out drinking, if they're out, you know, we've provided him with condoms because we're like, hey, we know you're going to do it whether we tell you to do it or not. So might as well be safe and not make us grandparents. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like your, little sister, your little sister is five. Like you can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. No. Okay. Well, but, yeah. but no, like that's great. Like that's wonderful. Like I feel like the way that you grew up is a lot more the type of things that are like normal or like perceived as normal in society. Like sex exists, but you don't really talk about it. And like, you know that there are things, other things going on, that there are things that are like being withheld from you that you won't learn until you're older. I believe that for our industry, I believe that for our generation, like Whitney and myself, I know you're younger, but I think today it's a lot different because of technology. Yeah. Because parents can't really lie. You know, kids can get on TikTok and see a lot more on TikTok than they can, you know, just what we could. And these fucking kids are like little computer hackers. All of them. (laughs) Right. They're all insane with this shit. Did you see that the state of Utah literally just passed legislation to ban all forms of social media for any children under the age of 18? So if you are a child under the age of 18, you'll be locked out of your account overnight. And in order to get back in, you'll have to have verification from a parent in the form of like an ID or maybe like a credit card. And then with the parental controls that are in place, they'll be able to see everything. They'll be able to see all of your messages, all of your drafts, all of your everything. It's like one of the most most radical bills passed surrounding social media recently because California and the United Kingdom both passed bills surrounding TikTok about like limiting the amount of time that children are on the app and not receiving messages overnight when they should be sleeping, like sort of legislations that make it easier for parents, but not like a total invasion of privacy. Right. Which is something that you're seeing a lot of in a lot of the new legislation that's coming out all over the country, not just in Utah. But I think that's kind of been in place the whole time because you're really not even supposed to be on social media unless you're 18. So people just lie about their ages. And a lot of parents have to okay it through the, you know, they have family link apps or whatever. And they do that for their kids because they're like, oh yeah, it's just TikTok or it's just Twitch or, you know, and I think it's just, it's already been in place. Maybe they're figuring out how to, I guess, tighten up the rules a little bit, but I still don't think it's going to change much, in my personal opinion. Do you think that they're going to ban TikTok like they're talking? You know, I I think it's too big of a platform and brings in too much revenue to ban it, in my opinion. You know, you turn on, I don't don't know if you girls are into sports at all, but like you turn on a hockey game and TikTok's plastered all over the ice. Of these NHL hockey games. I mean, oh, really? TikTok's, oh, yeah. TikTok's just everywhere now. Well, I mean, it's my biggest following platform. But I, I feel I've talked to some friends about it. And I'm like, honestly, part of me feels like I would do better off without TikTok just because they they delete me so frequently that like I'll get up to about where I'm at now, around 50K followers. And then the next thing I post, like I'll go in and it'll be like, your account's gone. But you yep. might not even have 50,000 followers on another platform because other platforms go based off of like ad revenue and like the amount of money that your account already generates, not organic content that people like. 
And that is well, what TikTok is so good at. Oh, for sure. TikTok is the easiest to grow on. I like it, but I'm just saying, I don't know. I, I For the amount of trouble it's caused me, like part of me feels like if they ban it, I'll just be able to focus my shit elsewhere and stop worrying about goddamn TikTok. I think that the ban on TikTok is not at all about any kind of like invasion from China into the United States, but rather like a ban on free information and like the accessibility and like the sharing of free information for young people. Because in 2020, the like Gen Z was one of the biggest demographics to turn out to vote. Mm -hmm. So the current... Like, there's a lot of, like, communist propaganda on TikTok. There's a lot of, like, really left-leaning information and a lot of young people that are, like, buying into that sort of ideology in libertarianism and, like, other forms of leftism. I don't, I don't even think that's a word. Sorry. What is that? <laughs> leftism? I believe it's my fault. Oh. oh um. No worries. But I think at the same time, TikTok has, I just had this conversation the other day, but they've changed like in this last six months to where it is more ad like revenue and, you know, it's more, they're changing their platform to where it's not all about, I could post something and it's going to go viral. It's more going to be based kind of like YouTube, like, uh, how-to videos are getting more attention than just a random person like falling down the stairs and going viral right. like it used to be. And so I think that's that's changing. And I think there's going to be, I don't know. I, I think it's getting to the point where if TikTok does get deleted, Instagram is kind of the, the place it's to be. blow up. And, and it kind of already has. You know, they have their that's reels now. Think. I'm and, crushing it over there. Yeah. I think Instagram's kind of where <laughs> okay, it's headed to. I want this to happen. TikTok has like the creator fund where you can sign up and get paid for your videos. True. And Instagram used to have a thing for reels, but has recently deleted it or like they no longer do it. They no longer like pay the creators for their reels because they're already anticipating that they will be the next big platform when TikTok gets banned. Yeah. So well, they were the big platform before TikTok came about, right? Right. They, they right. kind of, yeah, they took second place when TikTok came around. But that creator fund is is kind of a joke anyway. It's what a they total pay, fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. What what they pay for a video? I mean, the most I ever made, I think I had at the time, one video was like at seven million views, and I made like six hundred and fifty or seven hundred bucks off of that, but. That's nothing. If if I have a video, see six million views on YouTube, I'm easily making like triple or quadruple that. Easily. Wow. Yeah, YouTube oh, yeah. pays. You get paid from oh, yeah. YouTube if you you, you have YouTube. to meet like the the requirements, which is to have a thousand followers, and then you have to have forty thousand. Is it forty thousand or four thousand watch hours? Four thousand. Four thousand watch hours, which yeah. is. Takes a very long time to do if your videos are 10 minutes. Right. Exactly. Which mine are. So, guys, go to Whitney Blues YouTube, <laughs> YouTube at Whitney Blues, and watch my videos on repeat, please. I am, I am like a like few hundred hours shy of my monetization on YouTube, and it's really frustrating. I have not produced a new YouTube video in more than a month, so I really don't have much to talk about over here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you like argued with yourself. Though, yeah, so. I mean, I'm like, watch all my shit, but I'm not giving you anything new to watch. Um, <laughs> Harry and I are talking about doing a project together, though. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm excited to hear about that. I know we can talk about that when it gets closer to you guys accomplishing it, but I'm excited to to hear yeah, about we'll, it. We'll see. Yeah. If it's a Harry project. <laughs> well, okay. We got off track there. We started talking about social media, but I guess to answer your question, when it comes to me personally, I don't have any ne- I don't have anything negative to say about anything somebody does. If they want to do OnlyFans, if they want to be a stripper, if they want to be a porn star, if they want to be whatever it is, prostitute, I don't I don't care. Like I think everybody has the choice to do what they want. My only concern, and it's always been my concern, and maybe it's just the person I am, is safety, right? Like, I just don't want to see anybody get hurt because of the career path or choices they make. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think, I think that that is kind of like exactly what I'm talking about. Like, there is a huge difference between doing sex work and wanting to do sex work, being a sex worker, identifying as that, and like – doing that every day, putting it on social media, and being trafficked. And that is what happens when the sex work that you're doing you no longer want to do. Or like whatever it is, if you never wanted to do it to begin with, it's something that you do not want, that you do not consent to. Sex work, by definition, is consenting. Right. Yeah. But I feel like they're people... It's a slippery slope. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when people see, take for instance, Whitney, like I, I like I worry about Whitney because it's like, and I do. What do you worry about me? It's, and let me tell you, because you've put yourself out there on the internet doing what you do. And I'm just afraid that somebody who knows you is going to take advantage of that and think that's all you're about and Take something to a level that you're not comfortable with. I would fuck some shit up. <laughs> but that that is a worry. Like, yeah, I when know. you told me you're roaming the streets of Mexico in a place that you don't even know in the middle of the night, like that's. Oh, honey, that, buckle uh, up because it's gonna get worse. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying. just getting started. I plan on traveling, continuing to travel. No, I know. And I don't think it it should stop you from traveling. But uh, all I'm saying is it's just a worry that I have because I don't want people to perceive you as some person like that's all you're about in your life. And, you know, basically they can just come up to you and do whatever they want and take advantage of that. Right. That's just me. That's how I am. I put off that vibe. I'm also not that famous. That's why it's great to be Whitney in foreign places where I don't know anybody. I don't. I don't do this whole bullshit act. Well, it's not an act. I have a lot of fun with it, but I don't do this stuff when I'm at home. This is why I always do it when I'm traveling because I but actually feel safer. Enough, you're famous enough to be recognized in your hometown. Right. That's why I don't do this shit here. <laughs> but you're still recognized. Yeah, but it's like a different vibe. I know. I'm just I'm just saying that that's the only thing I guess that I, I also, worry I mean, about with those career choices. But when I'll just say this. I live in a place too where I've lived here for so long and I worked on this street for so fucking long. If anyone was to do it, like I know everyone in the bars, if I'm out, I feel really safe because I know all the door guys. I know all the bartenders. 
people know me and like if anything was to happen i've got a bunch they of people right there. yeah like well what about not necessarily your hometown but say like when you went where were you living last year costa rica right? yes so say you went back to costa rica and they remembered you for what you were out there doing right okay so some guys like oh yeah i know this girl like you can basically do whatever you want and then but you can't do whatever you want yeah i think that like but they could think that and try to take advantage of it so that's my point i, I think the notion that you think that a lot of people are going to think that enough like to be concerned about it yeah is concerning yeah because it's a fear of people mine. It, no no don't. people you're, don't you're, really you. think that like a lot of people not. do respect like personal boundaries. Like most people were not raised by wolves. Like especially yeah. the people who are actually seeking out sex workers because for the right. most part I feel like a good part of the population doesn't even realize that this entire like sub let uh, subcategory of work exists. Yeah. That like people could seek this out as sort of a form of therapy if they needed to. Sure. Um and I think that a lot of people do exactly that. And I think I make it pretty fucking clear that, like, I just make videos. I don't do any, like, you can't purchase me or anything like that, you know? So it's not like, I don't know. I I just, like, feel like I have my shit together enough that I'm looking out for my own self when I'm traveling. Sure. And I don't I, think every single person thinks like that. But I do believe there are sickos in this world. I mean, there was a, you know, look at that. 28 year old girl that shot up that school in Tennessee today killed a, killed nine year olds for no reason. I mean, there's well, just people that are fucked also up. the Did reason why. Yeah, that happened today. That's also the reason for me to continue to go travel in these foreign countries and do whatever the fuck I want because motherfucker, I can get shot tomorrow. This is one life I got. I'm out here living it. And if someone decides that they want to fuck with me, like I will deal with that when it happens. But like, hopefully it doesn't. The yeah. United States is a dangerous place to live. Yeah, dude. The worst I ever felt, and I talked about this a lot while I was in Mexico because I, you know, just spent a month almost there. And the most unsafe I have ever felt while traveling was in Miami on Cinco de Mayo. I was in South Beach, Miami on Cinco and I got fucked up and my buddy got like arrested and I was like clearly being cased in this bar. I saw this woman walk in with a group of men and a dog and then like 10 minutes later, she's sitting next to me and she's like, oh my God, are you here by yourself too? And I was like, bitch, no. no, I'm not fucking here by myself. And she was like trying to friend me up. And I was like, get the, she's like, how much have you had to drink? And I was like, do you think I'm fucking stupid? Get the fuck out of here. I saw you walk in with six dudes and a dog. Like, oh, I'm not getting robbed by you this evening. Right. But like, mm. just, I don't know. Point is, I've had worse experiences in this country than I have like in most foreign countries. And maybe that's just because you're in this country more than any foreign country. That is country. true. I also put myself in, I take, Harry said it the other day, you take risks, kid. And I was like, I do. I fucking take some risks. But yeah. I would rather I, that I, than be like living afraid. Fuck it. Right. And I, you know, I guess I was just stating the more sensitive side of me. I guess I appreciate like, your care. It, it, yeah, it wasn't. I hope listeners aren't like, what a fucking asshole. He thinks no. every dude's like this, and that's not <laughs> how. That's not what I'm saying. I know, but what 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 fun would my life be if that's how I thought? No, and I know that that's me though. I, my mind travels so, 100 miles an hour all the I time, like so I think of every scenario. Of, 
I feel like this kind of gives a little bit more of an in-depth answer on your question though, is really what you're saying is like, when you think of the sex workers, it's like, you don't have a problem with it, but you're afraid for our safety. Right. Not Which is everyone. okay. Like that's yeah, really, that's really want, kind. I mean, that's, yeah. And and a lot of people have horror stories and I feel like you hear a lot more of the horror stories because yeah. those are the people who are maybe seeking like legal justice or something like that where they like can be telling their stories. True. There is definitely like a section of sex work that people are not going to be telling their stories yeah. uh, for legislation that has been passed in order to protect women and children. That's what it's always about. It's always about protecting people. Any sort of like anti whatever laws that are passed are to protect the general public. So like, I don't know everything about it, but I know that last year there was a bill passed called SESTA-FOSTA and it has something to do with like sex work and like the digital landscape. And that is one of the reasons that Pornhub had to, like, make all of their um, – the people who post verified. It's yeah, the reason I got that, kicked off of Pornhub. It's the reason that Twitter had to, like, take off a lot of porn. It's the reason that our posts now get flagged on Instagram a lot more often Ugh, than they ever have before. Five right now. Is because this law was passed stating that anything that, like, children could possibly see, which you could see if you are on Instagram – that is like nudity or suggestive or suggested nudity can be removed. Like ad lib of the, it's no longer considered like art. Oh, okay. Really? I didn't know that. I don't know. No, maybe it's, that's not what it is. Maybe it's not, there's <laughs> not considered art, but it can be taken down. It can be okay. removed. Instagram can remove it. I love how like the celebrities can just hang whatever they want up. And then I fucking post, I had, I put like a little thing with leafs on in front of my parts. And I got in trouble. <laughs> on Instagram? Yeah. I feel like I've seen pretty I, explicit stuff on the Instagram craziest, as of The I feel like I started unfollowing accounts because they were getting so cringy with the fucking fishnet bodysuit and the being like, when your stepbrother shows up, ha ha ha. <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Is this Instagram or like Pornhub? <laughs> Where am I? Right. Um, yeah. And they and it was like fully, basically naked underneath this little dress. But yeah, um, I think that shit's. I haven't seen it in a while. Like I it, have it, posts removed occasionally, like because of those community guidelines. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. It's daily for me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was so a 30 minute long answer to your first question. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't yeah. know how many questions you had prepared. We have seven. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't. Six don't hour know. long episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just kind of, we're just like talking about the safety of it all. And then I was bringing up earlier, we were talking at dinner and, and I've been doing like financial domination lately. Mm -hmm. where, you know, I just kind of like these guys say they want me to drain their wallets, like just verbally. And so I'll say to them like via text or just voice video or voice um, recordings that like, you know, I deserve their money. They are on this earth to be my servant. They just work for me, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Give me all the money in your bank account. And so I'm getting it, right? And then... I'm like, fuck, I need, should I be like getting these people? Like, should I even be talking about this? 
<laughs> I'm like, is this motherfucker going to like come back and sue me later? Right. Be like, this woman manipulated me or something. But I'm like, we jumped into a Even consensual financial domination submission relationship. Um, but I get like really nervous about the safety of it all. And I'm like, I gotta like come up with a way. I, I think what I'm going to go do going forward and I'm just going to put it out here now is start like an application process. If you want to work with me and you want me to be your dominant, then you have to apply to fucking do that. And you have to sign a disclaimer saying that like, I didn't coerce you into giving me all your money. You did it willingly because it's your fucking kink. 100%. I would do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, it, I've it been be... doing it all along. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you weren't doing it all along, <laughs> it would it would probably be a smart thing to transition yeah. to. I mean, you don't want to find yourself in a legal situation because someone's like, "Oh, she just stole all my money." But I didn't that steal wasn't anything. Case. No, I, mean, I know. I, have, I got re- text receipts of them being like, "Please take my money." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. give it to me, motherfucker." <laughs> right pass it over right uh but yeah so it's always like the guys that they're like um helping to like prevent trafficking when in reality they're not doing anything to prevent trafficking because they're not really doing anything to help migrants cross the border and assimilate and gain citizenship and those are a lot of the people who end up being trafficked while there are a lot of people who like People who already live in the United States who gets ki- who get kidnapped and trafficked, a lot of those people were from like the foster care system. So this is like again, terrible failure of the system. Sure. Holds up sickle and hammer. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what you have, what you see routinely in people who are trafficked, are people who are neglected. Like you're looking at like what would have been considered like the outskirts of society. Maybe people who don't have families or who no longer connected to their families who are put in bad situations and who are looking for a way out. Um, Because a lot of times like pimps or whatever, whoever it is that's going to be taking advantage of these people make it seem like it's a much better deal than whatever they have now. Mm. And it's obviously not. Um, And as far as like children, coming across the border, like undocumented children come across the border at a much higher rate than like undocumented adults because because the United States doesn't turn children away. That was like one of the new like laws that was made, like undocumented children will not be turned away at the border. So then they're put in ICE like detention centers. And from there, if they cannot contact like a relative on the list to come and take them, they will send them with like people who like volunteer and should have background checks, but don't always have the necessary background checks. And then these children end up in really bad situations because there are so many people that come across and so few agents doing it that they only check up on these kids one time, six months later. And that's it. Mm. So how do we put an end to it? Um, make like an easier path for like citizenship and like to be assimilated because really what is the issue if you're working as long as you have a social security number and you're paying taxes that's like it seems to be like the big issue right is like people come over and they're taking our money and they're not giving anything to the system which is like paying taxes so give them a number so that they can pay taxes 
But what does that do to our country as far as, I guess, at least we're all, we're all made to believe that when they come over, whether it's from Mexico or whatever country, they will do the same type of job, say I do, for half the cost. <clears throat> but so why would then they what, do that in the United States? Now they have a social security number so they can gain a competitive wage because they're a citizen also. They're just like you. Right. But I feel like they would do that because it's like that half of what I'm making is 10 times more than what they were making in their country. So it's it's hard. That's a hard and touchy subject. Let me ask you a separate but parallel question. Okay. Do you think... That making drugs illegal will make people do less drugs? Making them... Making drugs illegal or legal? Illegal. Do you think that if drugs were illegal, people would do less drugs? Well, drugs are... Most drugs are illegal. Right. So do people do less drugs? No. No. (laughs) So do you think they would do more drugs if they were legal, though? No. No? I think the people who want to do drugs would still do drugs and just do them more freely. And maybe like talk about the things that you shouldn't do when you're on drugs so that less people have a bad time. Yeah, that's kind of true. If you notice with the whole like mushroom renaissance that's happening, it's like becoming really totally normal, I think, to like eat mushrooms on a regular basis It's or so it seems. And it's like everybody is now discussing freely about dosage and how to microdose and how to use mushrooms in a like beneficial way for yourself. I feel like that. Same with ketamine, too. For sure. Molly. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is um, prohibition doesn't work, and it's never worked. So you can ban alcohol, but people will still drink. Right. You can make drugs illegal, but people will still do drugs. And you can forbid people from crossing borders, but they will still come. And you can forbid sex work. Yeah, you can can keep people from getting abortions, but they'll still do them. I agree. No, and like, I know I was never arguing the fact that no, 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 it would happen <laughs> that was just whether or not. Yeah, yeah, because I know it will happen whether or not it's okay. You know, whether or and not I see it is your legal. point, and I see your point as well. Like, why not make it easier to become part of this country? But then I also feel like if they did make it easier. The people that will come no matter what is significantly less than what it would be if they were able to come and and become a citizen, a citizen so much easier. I think the population of our country would increase to the point where there wouldn't be enough room. I mean, I feel like we already struggle with with the room that we that we currently have in this country for living. You know what I'm saying? Does that you make live sense? In Colorado, right? You I live do. In Colorado. Like 80% of Colorado is the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like mm, but it, it I mean Denver if you've Boulder, seen... Colorado Springs, you have sure. like that little like fertile crescent of people like right in the middle. Colorado's little Colorado a sea. Colorado's <laughs> little fertile crescent. Colorado's little like hub of people and then there's like Durango yeah. that has like a few people but the rest of it is mostly like mountains true yeah but you can't put you can't what are you gonna do tear down the mountains to start building residencies and businesses and I mean, I mean people could live in like the eastern part of Colorado where it's super flat granted like tornadoes 
would kind of suck. But there are lots of suburban areas that could grow more, and there are lots of um, rural areas that could grow into, like, tiny towns and, like... I'm from Pittsburgh. Like Pittsburgh is kind of in the middle of nowhere, but once upon a time it was like a really flourishing town and it was like one of the stopping points between like Washington DC and Detroit, for example, to like major hubs for industry and like passing along information, things of that nature. So it has this sort of like rich and unique culture because of the things that it produced and like the people who passed through. And that could totally happen again if sure. people move to those cities, but they have to no. have a reason to. And I understand that. And I like, I hate arguing like politics type stuff. <laughs> like it just, like, I don't, I know. I feel like everybody yeah, and deserves I their own opinion. And I'm not trying to say that I wouldn't welcome anybody into this country. But my point is there's got to be some sort of, I guess, a point where enough's enough, whether it's our country, a different country, no matter what, like it, it's, you can't fit 7 billion people into one country. You know what I'm saying? You just can't. Yeah. I mean, the population of the earth is 8.6 billion people. So 7 billion in one country would be a lot. I totally agree. Um, and the population of the United States sits at like 350 million, which is right. a lot of people. And California alone is 50 million of those people. Which right. It's kind of wild when you think about the fact that San Diego is only like 3.5. And Tijuana is like 1.7. So together they're like 5 million. And that is one third of Los Angeles, which is like 15 million people, including the metropolitan area. It's like. I feel like I'm in school right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super stoned. I'm just like, what is happening? Um, LA is huge. LA is huge. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. It it is LA is so one of the coolest big. places, though, like pulling out, like pulling out. Well, it's so big. No, when you're flying out of there, though, it's it's one of the coolest, um, the coolest to Bird's land. Or yeah, it's really at night, especially like with the even out in the daytime is pretty dope. It's a fucking huge grid. It just like seems to go on forever. That's what it's yeah. like when you're driving. I lived too. in LA for oh, two you're years. Like, oh my god, so. is this over yet? No, I lived in LA for two years as well. It was a time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun, but yeah, it's, it's a lot. I mean, there's the, I mean, I don't want to go into it, but traffic and everything else is just crazy. You know? Oh, I, mean? I was like hitchhiking around Los Angeles back in the, back in the day. Safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was this pre-Uber. is her middle name. Pre-Uber. I had like a flip phone and I used to just like hitchhike myself around. Yep. Safety is Whitney's middle name. Yeah, pretty much. Whitney Safety Blues. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend whose child, they named him, um, I won't say his first name, but his middle name is Danger. <laughs> and I was like, you're fucking asking for it with that. And he's actually a really chill kid. Like, not a super dangerous kid at all. So his name is ironic. Kind of. I mean, he's I, he's not that safe. Like, he's cool. He's still just a little kid. He's a kid. He's like a little I would probably mm. bet any amounts of money that by the time that kid hits middle school, Danger will be his name. Like that's what people <laughs> will call him. They won't call him his first name. They will call him Danger. Right. We'll see what happens. I'll keep, I'm keeping my eye on him for sure. If I had a cool middle name like that, I'd probably go by that, honestly. <laughs> Especially middle yeah. school, high school. Like that, yeah, like that would be the cool thing to do. You know what I mean? My middle yeah, name. Yeah, it was definitely danger. a cool parent move to do. Like my my sure. danger is my middle name. Like, are you fucking kidding me? 
Right. At the time they did it, I was like, you guys are crazy. But <laughs> the longer the time goes by, I'm just like, it was power move. Definitely a power move. Good, good sure. point. I also guess in short, to answer your question, like what do we do? Like what does the government do? To get oh. back to the point, to get back to the original point. The reason that we started bring this us conversation. Back. Yeah, I'm going to bring us back. I'm going to bring us back now. Um, keep keep children safe. Like, look out for the safety of children. Right. Like, schools could maybe, like, do more to, like, alert offices if it seems like children aren't getting appropriate care. I'm sure that they already do stuff like that. I don't know. Whatever. Keeping children safe, I think, is what would actually lower the rates of human trafficking more than anything else. Giving people, like, a safe place where they can go if they feel like they have no one else. Allowing, like, women to leave abusive situations. All of those things, I think, would lower actual human trafficking in, like, situations of women being pimped or children being, like, kidnapped and used for labor. Kid kidnapped, what, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Mm. That. <laughs> Sadie wanted to dive deep tonight. She went in hard. This is our <laughs> deepest episode ever. For sure. Um. <laughs> and of course, I'm in the spotlight for the one time. And it's like these And questions. I'm just stoned over here like, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I no, you're mean, good. I think coming. that you had really excellent answers, though. Like, I really appreciate that you are trying to be transparent with your children so that they don't have, like, the culture shock of existing in society when they finally do become adults. Right. Yeah, that's a thing, too. Realizing these things exist when, like... Everywhere. All around yeah. you. All the time. Who did I know that I didn't know? Yeah. Probably a lot of people. But that's a thing, like, you know, for me, I, I wonder, eventually there's going to be a day where, you know, my nieces are going to be like, what does auntie do? Um, like, my niece and nephew now are in their 20s. I, I have two sets. Like, the first set are in their 20s, so, like, they know... It's no big deal. But the other set is four and two. And I'm like, we're going to have to have this conversation one day. But like, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like it to be more normalized. Like, obviously, to keep the whole, like what you were saying before in the garage or before at dinner was kind of like drawing the line between consensual sex work and being a sex worker versus the human trafficking side of it. That yes, a lot of people assume just right away, like that's a huge factor or like that, that even just by being in it in a consensual way that you're in any way tied up with that. Like, and that's not necessarily the case. That's, I would say that's all. usually not the case. Yeah. Like, um, most people choose the work because they choose the fucking work. Right. And it's not even as though people choose it because they have nothing else. I feel like right. that's another kind of misperception that a lot of people end up in this industry because they had nowhere else to I go. I did and not it was end their up only in it way, this way at all. Me neither. I like found, found it something silly and realized how many people I could get. And I was like, holy fuck, so many people are entertained by me. What other way? <laughs> could I entertain these people and make sure. more money? And like, I like climbed into this ladder and Kevin's been along the journey. It just, I just keep adding to the fucking pile of shit that I do. Cause who knows? And it's so fun. Yeah. I mean, but it's I, all sex work. Yeah. I was in college when I started. So like, and I have a degree, like I finished that degree. So it's not like I couldn't do other things. Like this is what I like. And it is like the most profitable with the least amount of time spent yeah. for me personally because I don't do nearly as much stuff online. 
when you start doing stuff online and you get into like editing videos, like it, it becomes uh, like a lot. It can yeah. be. Yeah. So I don't like that shit. I'm super impatient. My attention span is only about 20 seconds long. So I need to do stuff in person like dancing. Right. Well, I think you'll like that side I sent you because it's like instant. Right. It's yeah. like you're doing it as it's happening. They're just messaging you and you're responding. I like that. Yeah. And there's no like, here's a fucking script, create a thing. That can become daunting. Um, and I don't know the exact percentage, but I believe it's a very low percentage of people who did go to college and got a degree are actually doing what they went to college for. I don't you know, know anybody <laughs> straight I, up. I don't know a goddamn person who is doing the thing they went to school. That's probably not true. I actually know a couple of people, but fuck that. Like nobody. I have two degrees and, and I don't utilize them, you know? I have a culinary degree. Really? Yeah. I, I could see that with you. We should do a cooking show. You should. We could, I, we could yeah. do the dripping. Squirt cookies cooking show. <laughs> Masturbation station kitchen. Oh, my God. Something. <laughs> <laughs> or just a regular one. So <laughs> Right. I think, honestly, college is becoming a thing of the past. I think unless yeah. you're – Unless you're going, you know, wanting to be a, a doctor or a surgeon or a lawyer, something along those lines. Or then- your father went and his father went and his father went and you have to be a Gamma Kappa Ray or you're not going <laughs> to. They much. won't love you anymore. Pretty much. Um, also, I, I thought I was going to be a doctor and very clearly I'm not. So I sometimes you think that. And- <laughs> Well, I I mean, I think trade schools are definitely taking over. I went to trade school. Yeah, a lot of people do because I mean, it was it's a lot less time, a lot less expensive, and you can get into the field making good money depending on the trade right off the bat. I was making fifteen dollars an hour in two thousand two, like in high school, because I went to high school trade school. I did four years culinary in high school, and graduated with an with like an associate's degree. Right. And in 2002, I mean, we're the same age, and that's when I graduated. It was that's a lot of money. Hell Shit, yeah, I, I think balling out of control. Yeah, when I got like 12 bucks strippers. right out of high school while I was in college, when I was making 12 bucks an hour, I was like, "Shit, this is this is yeah. nice." Like 400 dollars rent. It's crazy like, that have... shit's like minimum wage now. <laughs> oh, I know. Minimum Not wage. What is what is minimum wage now? Fifteen dollars. Holy fuck! In California, yeah. Here I think it's thirteen something. I think it's fifteen sixty. Damn, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get like a part time job somewhere. No, you won't. Shut I, the fuck, fuck no, up. No, I won't. You, you would can, never do, do that. You know what shit. I did this morning? I messaged back and forth with a man for like an hour and a half and made like two hundred dollars. <laughs> right, like the easiest morning of my life. That's I was amazing. sitting in my pajamas on the porch. It was great. There, so no, I will not be getting a part time job. That's the other thing about today. And uh, social media has a lot to do with that. But I love that you can basically do anything and make money from it, whether that's, you know, putting a sheet of paper in your cricket and printing stickers or, you know what I'm saying? Like you can make money doing anything you want to make money doing. Like you could set up an online and you can set up an online store so easily that it's just, I don't know. It's a, 
It's a pretty cool place. Like we we're living in the future in that sense. Like I you see it really frustrated. My oldest brother had like kind of had this hatred about the internet and was always like, eh, and I was like, dude, I fucking make money on this thing. Like, do you not understand? And he was a, a, an unemployable mess and just like I'm like, you have a smartphone. (laughs) You have a smartphone and a car. Like you could deliver food. You could fucking, um, you can do so many things. You could read books and and rate them for money. You can like, there's a million ways to make money without even leaving your house. There is. Yeah. So, you know, and it, it makes you think the people that, uh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> the deepest episode ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. All right. But the, the bottom the line deepest. is if, Deep. if people are struggling, so there's always way like nowadays, there's always a way to yes. come up with some sort of income, even if it's not much, but it's, it's something. Right. So. Well, yeah. Everyone's always looking for that little extra side hustle. Yeah. And that's why I think my opinion on this whole sex workers thing and how people feel about it, from my experience, and maybe it's because of the work that I do being like content creation, video maker, digital person, like I don't dance, I don't do anything in person. I feel that I'm pretty well fucking received when it comes to telling people what I do. I think more than anything, people are just like intrigued and confused. They're like, oh, wait, what? What do you do? Explain it. And I'm like, go on YouTube. <laughs> Pull up a giant test video and have a look. Um, am I kind of skimming over like all of the porn that I made for two years? Yeah. A little bit. Sure. <laughs> but, but I'm I mean, not really doing that right now. But anyway, I'm just saying like, I feel like it's it goes, it's like one perception. And that's like the difference between the OnlyFans models and like the actual dancers. There's like that's a little more acceptable and a little more like, oh, it's just she just does like OnlyFans stuff. Well, yes. And that's the thing. Like, I think yeah, people, no. even the most conservative social media like personalities or uh, influencers or whatever you want to call yeah. them, are now doing OnlyFans. It's becoming right. more of a just a, a normal thing. It's not like an out of the ordinary. Like when you see somebody that's got millions of followers verified on TikTok, all of a sudden they're like, oh, I just started an OnlyFans. And people aren't like, oh, I can't believe you would do that. It's more of, oh, that makes norm. sense. That makes sense because you're trying to make a lot of money. And with this following, you're going to make a killing doing something like that, you know? Right. So. So why not? Right. What an emotional. I, f- I feel like for the most part, when I do tell people what I do, they don't really receive it terribly, but I don't really have that many conversations outside of work with like people who are older. Yeah. So at least not conversations where I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I do for work. And if I do, I lie to them and I tell them I work at a dispensary. Okay. Because I used to work at a dispensary and it makes it easy. I tell people I'm a comedian if I don't want to tell them mm. the truth. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm a comedian. I mean, aren't we all? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a clown. I don't know about a comedian. <laughs> I'm also a clown. Yeah, Ooh. that makes sense. I mean, I, I I don't think I'm in a position where I lie about what I do, but like, I don't. Well, I, no. It, Why would you? Right. And that's why it's hard for me to comment on it is what I'm trying to say. Right. But, yeah. I mean, uh, well, most people don't know, have to lie about what they do. 
some people, I mean, there are a lot of people out there that would, that are against what I do, you know, and podcasts. No, 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 no. My full-time job. I, you know, I work in oil and gas. There are so many people out there that hate on oil and gas. You know, we're destroying the earth. We're doing this. We're doing, which yes. And I I understand everybody's, you know, I I understand their arguments. For both podcasting. (laughs) Podcasting? No, No, I I knew. I I wish that was my full-time gig. That's where I'm, that's where I'm striving for. Like that's the next step in my life. What do you do in oil and gas? So now what I do is, uh, it's something called LDAR, which is leak detection and repair. So basically I'm part of environmental where I have a crew come out to each one of these gas plants and they monitor the entire plant, every component and check for any leaks. So if there's any gas leaks whatsoever, um, they find it, report it to me. And then I make sure that that piece of equipment gets fixed so that we're not bleeding gases into the environment. So I'm on the environmental side on the safer side of things, but, uh, I mean, I had to climb the ladder. I had to do a lot to get to where I'm at, you know, and I've, I've done it all. So, and a lot of people, I, you know, I've seen protesting and, and people would throw things at, at trucks with, with oil and gas logos on it. And it's, it, it's great, you know, so I think every career, whether it's sex working or oil and gas or whatever right. the case, someone's going to have something against it. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to find fault in anything. Correct. Right. Yeah. So. For the most part, unless you're just like, I do embroidery for a living. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> do you know how contaminated those needles are? Yeah, they're probably good. <laughs> but. <laughs> feel bad for the people at the straw plant. Right. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Well, this well, is a wonderful time. Yes. I'm going to. It was, it was an, it was a deep one. It yeah. Was. We can we can come back to this anytime, anytime you want. She's passionate. I am. I love that, and that's fine. I I I like having conversations where it makes me think a little bit. You know, I sometimes get nervous because I don't want to relay a message where people think I'm leaning towards one way. Right, that's not the case. I have. I have opinions on some things, but it doesn't mean my opinions are correct, and it doesn't mean that. I'm not going to agree with someone else's opinions, you know? Right. So I like having these, I guess, quote unquote, intellectual conversations. <laughs> right. No, so. I, I think this was good. <clears throat> I wish that I had more questions or like follow-up questions, but my brain is empty. Nope. We we're good. Pasta. We did. Yeah, we are good. Mm, we could pasta. always, if you're willing to come back, you're welcome back anytime. We can have these conversations whenever you want. Thank Seriously. you. Let's talk about the facts. All right, well, you know what to do. That's tell the truth and bear it all. Sadie did it for us tonight. Thank you, lady. Oh, where Bye. can we find you? Do you want to? Oh, yeah. oh, I changed my handle. So it's sexy with two Y's. Sadie with an underscore on Instagram and OF. And that's okay. S-A-D-I-E. It is S-E-X-Y-Y S-A-D-I-E underscore. Perfect. Cool. Go follow her. Yeah, find me on Instagram. Yay. See you next right. week. Bye, guys. Bye.